Everyone. Welcome to another week of the No Fly List, where we talk to comedians, artists, and other interesting people of color. I'm Athir. I'm a mama. And today we had our friend Shafi Hussein on. Shafi's so cool. Um, he produces some really cool shows in New York. He has his own podcast. Um, he is an immigrant, right? Yeah, like, he, like legit immigrant. Yeah. Like grew up in Bangladesh. <laughs> Not like us immigrants. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we're immigrants. We are, yeah. Yeah, our parents are, so yeah. Um, yeah, he's an engineer too. He's like the ideal immigrant. Of course. He's also like the ideal like brown son, like the only boy, which the yeah, youngest. Yeah, and the youngest boy, yeah. So we talked to Shafi about what's it like being um, comedians, like for Athir and I, like being Muslim women. And then Shafi's like, yeah, I'm the youngest boy. It's the really golden easy. child, yeah. <laughs> Life is great. <laughs> He's also an engineer, though. So we in the episode, he talks about how um, because he still has like a really solid like job. I think his parents are less concerned about Yeah, they're like you're not gonna be homeless, even though he's been like killing it in comedy and you know, doing road shows and Especially right now, like he talks about what's it like to do a road show during a pandemic, like getting tested regularly. No swabs, those aren't fun. No have you I I've gotten like three tests, three or four tests. I yeah, my my nose it just feels like you're going underwater or something. But I get tested. Yeah, get tested. If we have any Trump supporters as we know, that's our, our main prime. demographic. <laughs> main demographic. Do believe in testing. I mean, it's it's real. Do believe it. I do, believe, I do too. Yeah. Read science. <laughs> this is these are the worst people to tell you advice is do testing and read science. <laughs> Clearly, we're never going to be engineers. <laughs> we're not going to be engineers. Um, but I did major in science. Just I, science. I, I, I majored in health sciences. Yeah. So that's a science. Um, I did environmental. We did like, the pseudoscience. Yeah, there you go. It counts. Um, but I also love that Shafi's so positive. Like, he just has, like, really great energy. And uh, I think he's just really more in tune with, um, I don't know, with, like, mindfulness. mindfulness. We talk about that a lot on Gratitude. And he has also his own uh, podcast that you guys should check out called Americanized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also, what I really like, also like speaking of the mindfulness, what I really loved is like he has like a routine and he'll meditate. So he has like really good advice if you're looking into meditating, which I think we should all do right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get back into a regular routine, but like hearing... Shafi also talk about it and his approach to mindfulness and, and wellness and self-care was like really cool. And he's just a fun guy to talk to. So, um, but before we get to Shafi, I want to talk about our no fly list, no fly list yes, person. Clearly we don't meditate enough because this is still, <laughs> this is one of our favorite things. Um, who would we put on our no fly list? Which is basically our shit list of people that we think should really belong on the no fly list, not innocent. Muslim women like us. Yeah. <laughs> Not the best people in Not the world. Not the best people in the world. Um, and this week, we are going to put white women on oh, that list. <laughs> well, Bill Burr would agree with that. Yes, his SNL monologue. A lot of white women were really upset over it. And honestly, I don't know why, because it was just really truthful. It was <laughs> truthful. I get why. I guess it would be upsetting, maybe, even if it's truthful. Well, if you haven't heard it, essentially, Bill Burr just talks about white women dipping their toes into the POC Oppression. Pool. Yeah. And trying to kind of ride that oppression. But they... What did he say about um, only, like, white women could, like, get their way out of... Uh, of being like, like, like he basically is just like, white men and white women were in the same like, hey, you guys are like really fucking things up. And then he was like, but white women just like jumped over, over the, the fence. fence. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're with them now. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of co-opted the POC oppression. Yes, yeah. And we're like, yeah, we're oppressed too. And it's like, yeah, everyone's oppressed in their own way. 
but I just here's think, a key thing that yeah. I like. So, for example, like brown women when we're younger, like we were talking about this yesterday. Um, you, you, like everyone makes fun of like your body hair, like mm -hmm. all these things, and then all of a sudden, white women were like, "We're not going to shave anymore," and now people are making fun of us. We're <laughs> oppressed. It's like we nope, can never you, tell you, yeah, first of all, exactly. that you never shaved. And I'm like, guys, I have no idea. Like, if you were brown, you would be able to tell. That oh you yeah, never... I, I'll have like a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> <laughs> but now white women are like, "This is what we're discriminated against." It's like, nope, no, 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 no. Don't take that away from us. Yeah. Hair is our thing, no, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was like a funny monologue. And also like, people who get just like overly offended at stuff, like clearly was meant to be comedic. And Bill Burr's always like, that's on brand for his, exactly. his comedy. So, and if you're watching SNL and you're watching, like what is wrong with you? Why would yeah. you be offended? Like, And if you're watching SNL and you've never seen a stand-up comic do their thing, because it's always with like the actual stand-up comedians who go on and then people are like offended by something that they said in their monologue. Right. But it's, like, like, SNL is, like, it's comedy. Like, if you don't like stand-up, then maybe, I don't you know. You should be on the no-fly list. Yeah. <laughs> and I think even if you don't like stand-up, you're going to love Shafi because he's awesome. Just all around, like, a great episode and great advice. So hope you guys enjoy. So, Shafi, I'm so glad you're here. Have you met Amama before? We yeah. did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we all met right. at, um, what was the sh It was at the stand, right? Stand, yes, we did the, uh, that was Aling and Mitra's show that we had done together, I think. That was a really fun show. A Diwali night, I, th I believe, last yes. last fall. Yeah, that it's been was, a while. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite um, sets that I had done. I like yeah. felt so alive afterwards. It was such it a was good It was packed. Show. It was such a good, yeah, the, t the crowd was very supportive and super nice. It was really fun. Yeah. and Where was uh, that? At the stand. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's still there. <laughs> no, the Outside. stand is actually running shows almost every night at like you know when they have like a invited. restaurant. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I. You know, it's like so. I have you been doing shows um, outside of New York at all, or? Yeah, I have done mostly Connecticut and uh, Philly, um, and then some in Albany. But those are the Whoa. three scenes that I've been, like, tr uh, driving around to. So least. how's it been with, like, going on the road and COVID? Like, what's been, like, the precautions? Like, how do you feel <laughs> about it? It's so funny because, like, comics in Connecticut, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's in a casino, uh, Mohegan Sun, and they have oh, been... Oh, I used to perform there. <laughs> yeah, they have been open since July, like, indoors. So they have like a temperature gun and it's like an illusion of safety you know it's like if someone is already here who has a higher temperature like why is he even here which i don't understand it's like going to a swimming pool with diarrhea already like don't <laughs> jump in like what are the, you doing the whole thing about temperature is bullshit because most people are asymptomatic right that's how we yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah you both look like you have it but you're yeah yeah exactly um yeah so the comics they have been indoors like since july and i it was really fun doing the shows because people were just like looking for entertainment right and the others that i did in uh philly and albany they were like socially distant outside shows like soul joel i'm sure you heard of it like they have they're getting every every headliners in the country and then the other one is the fairfield uh, in Connecticut, so it's been it's been fun, but it's been it's not the it's not the same as indoors, right? I'm sure you guys feel the same way. It's not the same. I mean, I did yeah. your rooftop show and it was fun, but it was funny that it it got rained out the first time. Right, <laughs> like, right. Okay, we'll be back here in a few days. Yeah, yeah. We just can't um, control these things without the exactly. It's like uh, you don't know what's gonna what God has uh and plans for you you know what i mean <laughs> and god's uh, like no comedy no we're comedy. still no comedy. COVID. Parents, <laughs> yeah. go back to med school this is this is where yes. doctors really shine <laughs> right right um yeah like that's the other thing like you are you guys any of you doctors no yeah. i i honestly so not if, even a little bit yeah if i see blood i get really queasy 
yeah. and I like want to throw up. Oh, so he was right. like, yes. I can't even see my own blood every time. Like get my blood drawn. I'm like, don't, don't let me see it. Don't let me see it. Yeah, I'm like, I, I would be the worst doctor, and I also get sad easily if people are in pain. Right. So I, yeah, I don't think I could deal with that. But that's weird because the last time I saw you, I was in pain, and you just walked away. You're like, okay, yeah. that's, that's so weird. Like you did that. Emotional to me. pain. I was like, uh, nah. Yeah, no, not for me. But the physical one, yeah, the thing I can see. That's that's why I think like you know how we treat pe- like people we know that are suffering like physically, we treat them kindly, right? Like handicapped people or whatever. So I think emotional people like people who are depressed should wear like a cast so that we know that they're going through a hard time oh then we God. can be That's we can true. truly be nice bracelet for my depression. yeah it's like a, it's i think it should be a thing like make, maybe a bracelet that says that i'm depressed inside so. allergic to avoidant men oh yeah, yeah. So, especially emotionally distant men i'd be like i'm yeah. so sorry I, it's like you see you, what's on my hand yeah, you you go to like a like a restaurant. And you're like, um, so the, tell the chef that I'm allergic to people who don't show up to second dates, so, <laughs> <laughs> so that I know what Any to do. Any special requests? <laughs> yeah. Start adding that in the notes of my seamless order. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna add? Just special notes. You just like, please hold the emotional distance. So well, like, the no, driver's no. just gonna be like, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Put I put extra love next to my salad. Put some extra love in that. We need it right now. Yeah, of course. Well, are you? Have you gone on any social distance dates? Social distance or non-social distance? Or non-social distance <laughs> oh, <laughs> right into it. Um, no, not. I don't. I I I got tested a few times because of I'm like going on doing shows outside, so I want to make sure that I'm safe. So I don't have it. So the person who I went on dates with, if they they had it, then I would have it. So I don't think we had any issues. So I think we're good. I think we're thriving. Oh. Yeah. So I I tried to. I tried to do that Walgreens test, the drive-through. It's like pretty easy, and they give you the results like in a day or two, and it's free. So it's like, oh, this is fun. But like your nose gets loose after a while. You're like, oh my god, this is. Yeah, you know like, yeah, I mean? no, These are not worth the nose swab for, you know. Yeah, I've honestly, yeah. I've gone it. I've gone uh, tested three times now, and the last time it was like the rapid test, and it was so yeah. rough. Yeah, oh my god, I cried. I cried. Yeah, I like teared up and I was like, and I kept apologizing to the nurse. Right, right. But then I also heard a story that like some woman had like her brain membrane like fluids or some shit like Interesting. Uh, yeah, my, I don't know, it was on Twitter, so I don't know how true it was. <laughs> my last one was really rough. Um, this lady, she looked like she was from a country that's not America. So she looked like she, and she had a very thick accent. And she was probably like, hey, America hurt me, so this is for America. And then she just <laughs> went up and did me good. I was crying, and she is like, yeah, how do you like me now? I was like, oh, my God. We are, we, we, we're probably from the same country. Like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it, was, it was painful. Um, was she, like, yeah. extra stabby because you were from the same country? No, no. She was. She asked me like, "It's gonna be painful." Um, I'm. I hope you're ready. And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know this." And then she just went in. She just went and did her thing. Like, but I always have like bad um, experience with like other people that are doing uh, some kind of a service on my body. You know, I never have a good time. Like my barb. Yeah, but this I don't know if the last massage I got it was in a in a mall and you can see everyone walking by. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest, yeah, the cheap, the like, cheapest. You know. But like this, this was like a younger lady and like she was like telling me about her like uh, ex boyfriend who was South Asian and then it just went on. Like she was punching me. I'm like, this is hard. Like I, I'm not him. Like you do understand that, right? Like why are you being mad at me? It's so weird. Oh my God! You made an enemy while getting—that's like a first. Yeah, yeah. You seem like so friendly. I mean, I've you know met you a few times on shows, and you're like super happy and positive. And after your show rained out, it was funny because um, you were like, "What a great day, guys!" And Pedro was like, "Shoppy." Pedro was a guest on this. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because you know, cynical comic, as we all are cynical people. And, and he's, he's back like, in wow, Colombia like, right now. I don't now. think he said what the fuck is wrong with you, but something to that effect. Like, no, he d- he did say that. that. He did he did say that. He did, did he use the F word. Mm, that's him. Yeah, that's Pedro. Pedro. Well, <laughs> sometimes I had a show right now, and I think all the comics were just really tired. So the the producer was like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry," and I was like, "It's all good. What a great day!" Like, 
you know, was just hanging. I like see people finally after so long. I think so um, too. It's insane, like the kind of times we're living in, and I just think every everything is a such a good opportunity. Like you can look at it like that, or you can look at it like, oh, it's the worst thing. So like, might as well try to be positive, right? Especially right now, I think with COVID, like my priorities and like the amount that I should be probably should be more grateful, but yeah. everything has like lent like a different like perspective where I'm just like, yes, this isn't great, but this is much better for sure. Than, like, like there's so many people who've like suffered endlessly yeah. before COVID and during COVID. So now right. it's like even like any opportunity for a show or for any like interaction. Time. Yeah. yeah this, like we never thought we, we would be doing this in the same room or be in the same place yeah. again. Oh, like the world's over. Yep. I had no idea when Athea was coming back from Alabama. It's like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys, you guys look great. You guys are thriving, so that's something. Thank you. You too. Well, what helps you stay like positive and like how have you held up throughout all of this? I do a life. Life, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I meditate every day, um, and then I try to. I have like a checklist of things that if everything else is going wrong, I I will try to get those done so that at the end of the night I feel like I have control over the things I can do. So I'm like a big stoicism fan, so I've always followed um, like a, some kind of a structure that I can control. So I will try to meditate. I'll try to do some kind of a workout. I'll try to read and write something so that I I usually do those four things every day just to make sure that I am um, moving forward in life, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, Shafi, I have a vision board. I am the only crazy person in a pandemic who still made a vision board. But the only things I put on it were like letting go and like keep moving forward. And I don't Mm. know, I think it's just like that reminder of just like having like the keep moving forward is so helpful because it's so easy to be stuck in in like especially me i like i'm always i'm like what did i what was what did i say what did i do last week and i could like ruminate so i love like the keep moving forward aspect of like meditation and mindfulness so much right just like the idea of you guys doing this podcast it is something to look forward to every week or every other week whenever you're doing it so it's something that you know gives you some kind of hope and also community and just something else to do so as long as you have you know small things like that that can keep you going and it's just like because everything else is just like sad if you like really think about it so like why would you um uh, why would you go in that route so i think it's a good thing that whenever you like keep trying to try to be busy with your show that you're running right now i'm sure like it's like now that you're back again and doing more stuff i'm sure like you're happier right Exactly. And yeah. it's just like trying to be happy in what we're doing and what we're creating now rather than being attached to the outcome or the results of that. And just like enjoying the fact that we can even do this podcast mm-hmm. and talk to you. And like things have definitely gotten better in the last, you know, yeah. couple months. At least in New York. Sorry out there if you don't have <laughs> masks. Yeah. yeah. This is what happens. But we also, yeah. like, I think we also know that, um, like, it's getting colder. There's like a lot of things that we might not be able to take advantage of, but yeah. just hoping for the best and just like understanding that like we've been resilient when it first started and it was like so shocking and so new. And now mm. just like using our tools and seeing like what the comedy community has done has been really beautiful too. Like the resilience of being like, and I'll perform. Adapting. Yeah, adapt. Yeah, I'll perform in a park, a roof, an alley. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's been incredible. Um, and, and now that I guess winter is coming, I'm sure we'll find other ways and avenues to keep going because it's really like the first first time you see someone do it and then you're like, yeah, if they can do it, we will start something on our own as well, which is nice to see. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, we'll, we'll find a way. I'm, I'm convincing everyone to get heat lamps now. <laughs> a lot of places... <laughs> A lot of places um, that people run shows at are now getting heat lamps. So they're like, right. like the venues are investing because they know it's like their way. And especially like a lot of bars in New York are getting heat lamps. Like, it's worth it. It's yeah. Money and, and you kind of, you kind of, you kind of have to. People. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. It. Yeah, we're just like social creatures. So I think we need that for sure. 
um yeah. and like all the venues i i like i i have talked to they're either getting some kind of a lamp system or they have um they have some kind of an indoor arrangement where they're gonna go to like 30 percent capacity which is good news but obviously we also want to be safe when we do comedy yeah so have you been quarantining or when you were quarantined were you alone do you live alone now or, or where does your family live my family is back in Bangladesh and my sister is here. Uh, I have two sisters. The oldest one has just had the fourth baby, <laughs> oh, which is congratulations. no, no, fourth baby. Yeah, there's nothing to do. I, 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 I'm sure. But like she, it's at a point where we're like, we call her the content creator of our household. You know what I mean? Like how you're just creating, pumping out content every few years. What is going on? And it's like, she, I love her. She's the sweetest human. And, and she's like so smart. But like every time I ask her like how it happened, she's like accident. I'm like, you, your, your husband is a doctor. He's a, he's one of the best. He's one of the, yeah, he's one of the best neurosurgeons. And he's like, yeah, he's a doctor of the brain. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so, so nothing the neck down. Yeah. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she, and she has like two masters too, which is so weird. And they're like, oh, accident. I'm like, how can you have four accidents? Like after the, after the second one, at least, you're like, okay, well, I, I know, I know how this works. I think it would be kind of weird for your sister to like be like, oh, yeah, we were actively trying and then... Like those are, I hate when people say, oh, we're trying for a kid. I'm like, right. I don't want to think about that. that. Yeah. No, sure. You can, you can actively try for the first or the second, but the, if you actively try for the four, that's like a lot. And that's what, that's what they said. <laughs> the They're like, oh, yeah, no, but the, all four were accidents. I'm like, don't tell yeah, this to your kids. So this thing. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you two are capable human beings. What is going on? <laughs> um, where do you fall so you have two older sisters Are yeah you i'm youngest? the i'm the youngest i'm a son and the youngest do you do you understand the amount of privilege Ooh, i had you oh, know yeah. the amount of privilege that you have yeah oh, i'm yeah i know it's the, be the being a son i can explain how good it is to be a son okay. you know it no, is i know I, I have a younger brother trust yeah. me i know yeah. you get it yeah you get it it's like Sorry, it's like almost like yeah. I, how much extra privilege you get yeah I am brown, but being sun and young is almost like being white. You know what I mean? It's pretty good. It's, I would, I would recommend it. It's pretty sweet. Like Shafi comes if home. If you have to be brown, the best way to do it is by being the youngest son. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's the best. You get all like the attention could, and the love. You could come home in the middle of the night, and your mom would be like, "Oh, Shafi, did you eat?" <laughs> and then yeah, 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 for Afir sure. And I could come home in the middle yeah. of the night, and it'd be like, "I'm like work, yeah. <laughs> volunteering at a hospital." I'd yeah, be like, yeah. "I was studying." Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if if I come back home at like, <laughs> Not if I come, yeah, I was gonna say it's like I think in Urdu probably. But <laughs> yeah, if I come home at like one a.m., they're like, "Oh my god, we're so worried about you. Come give me a hug, and then here's some chicken curry." And if my sister comes home at one a.m., it's like, "Oh, uh, the doors are locked. You can sleep wherever you wear. <laughs> you don't have to yes! come oh, sleep I here." Literally, my dad, like when I was in high school, literally was just like. You could just go back to where you were. Right, and I, it was right. like 10.30. And I was like, right. come on. Just like being a son though, over the years in our human history is just... Because like people would give divorce if you didn't have a son. Do you understand? Like like people would... Even if you love the person, you're like... If you're a king and you don't have... Uh, you have a son, you're done. You're donezo. Like King Henry VIII, he divorced his first... Six wives. Like he divorced so many wives. But the first one he divorced is because she couldn't give him a son. And... And and the Church of England, no, there was no Church of England. The England was under Catholicism, so he couldn't divorce under that law. So he had to create a new faith, Church of England, to be able to divorce his wife. Yeah. Like it's it's one thing it's one thing breaking up with someone. It's another thing to create God to break up with someone. That's what he did. That's a that's a whole new level of trauma that you have to deal with. <laughs> I've yet to find that one, but they're out there. I'm they, sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. I just know, um, and I wonder. Whatever. I'll tell. I'll tell this story. Um, I know when I was born, and my my mom and my dad are like really loving, and they loved that I was a girl and that they yeah. had me first. But apparently, one of my uncles or someone in Pakistan 
was so upset that I was a girl that he like went into his room and like locked the door and didn't want to talk to anyone. And every time I asked my mom if that's true, because my aunt told it to me, my mom's always like, no. But the way she says it, I'm like, it's true. Well, that happened. Were you born yeah, in Pakistan? No, I wasn't. But my okay. like everyone's so... So your close. your your disappointment traveled nine thousand miles. That's something. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, it. It it crossed he oceans. Vision, yeah, he had a vision of what I was gonna be like, and that's yeah. when he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> so it was a unique case in my yeah. situation because they kept trying for a girl. So I'm the third, oh. and my dad was so happy that he got a girl, and he wanted a girl. So that kind of. But in general, like I was saying, like yesterday I was doing a joke about how in Islam you can have an abortion if it's medically necessary under certain circumstances, like if she's pregnant with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that's, that's, that's like historically, yeah, that's historically accurate. So you're, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're just spitting facts. Um, and, 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 but and, you, uh, but we are more woke about it. Yeah. There are certain, yeah. and divorce, we're more woke, like in divorce. Divorced and it's not like. But don't aren't you supposed to say like I was gonna say I talak you, which is like, like are you supposed to say like divorce? You say it three times. Three times, yeah. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you're white and you're listening, you literally just have to say divorce, like talak, or yeah, and then you're divorced. Yeah, that's it. That's so funny that like we grew up with the same stories. It's like insane (laughs) to like this is what I was raised with. Yeah. 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 It's insane. And Amama, I think that story about your uncle like locking himself up was not because you were born, but he saw a picture of you and they're like, "Oh, this is not what I expected." I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a. Like, he was. Yeah. He was. He was okay with you being a girl. It was just like that photo. It was like, ah, gooey. Like, oh God, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but look at you now. You, you turned out <laughs> they, great. Now he'd be like, <laughs> "I was right." <laughs> She's a disappointment. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Well, I guess like speaking of love and pregnancy and, and abortions, yeah. um, we have a dating segment. I know we jumped into a little bit. Uh, mm. We came in hot asking you about socially distanced dates, but <laughs> we have a little relationship segment called Fifty Shades of Brown. Nice. And uh, this is a segment where people write in their dating questions, and it's usually from brown people. Yeah. And so you as our guests are going to answer. Are you ready? Yeah. Perfect. I love these. Yay. So um, someone asked, um, would you date someone who is recently single and or still friends with their ex? Would I just randomly date someone who is recently single? Like if you were dating someone and they were like, they just broke up with their ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been like Like, a month. Oh, I thought like in the morning and then we went on a date no. that <laughs> night. I was like, hey, no. how, how? It's like a really, really fresh breakup and they right. still have like weird feelings lingering with their ex or you you think that they might, but you guys are hitting it off. Yeah. Would you keep it going or would you like, what would you do? It depends on uh, if she has a 401k. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if she does, then maybe potentially. Uh, but if if she doesn't even know what our IRA Roth is, then I have to walk away from that. <laughs> How many people know that? <laughs> I know what that is only because I just I just got some nice. See, so Athir would pass, no, and Mama, you wouldn't. Would, no, <laughs> yeah, no, I would fail, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can't date. I, I know yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like it's too messy if someone just got broken up with, or but if you're hitting it off. You said you're hitting it up, though, right? So it's like it's like conflicting. It's like because yeah, how cause many I'm people do you hit it up? So I would in my like I would be like in my head I'd be like, do they still have feelings for this person? Yeah. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't want to like get involved in that. That would be my thing. But then again, I, if I'm in the situation, I don't know. But I try like just to walk away like from the beginning. And those situations so hard once you've already spent time with the person and then you yeah. like them. And then now you're like going to accept things that you probably wouldn't have exactly. from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, it's very tricky. Relationships are so complex. It is, I think, one of the most unifying things that's also very complicated that we know of. Uh, COVID and relationships are something that like tying all of us in this planet yeah. right now. Are yeah. your parents trying to get you married? 
Um, they have multiple times for sure. Like, I thought you meant like they have. Yeah, they God, have I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, <laughs> they have tried. Like I was, I was back home. I remember. Um, <laughs> I was back home. This is the funniest. I was back home and my dad's like, oh, I'm just going to a friend's son's wedding. You want to tag along? I was like, yeah, sure. I'd like to, I'd like to hang out That's with you. Trap. Yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I was like, yeah, I'll hang out with you. And then we go and he's like, oh, they, you see that girl over there? I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, she lives in Texas. So why don't you go talk to her? I'm like, what is it? What, what, this is not what you said when you brought me. It's not like, oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna blindly have you set up with someone that you don't know of. And then that same time when I was back home that week, I was sitting in my room and then a few uncles, you know, uncles always come over. You know what I mean? A few uncles are there and I'm chatting with them. And then this one uncle from the like corner, I can see on, uh, that he takes his phone out and starts taking a picture of me. And I, I didn't react. I was like, okay, this is, this is weird. And I asked my mom, I was like, hey, what is going on? Why is he taking a picture of me? And my mom's like, oh, he's a hitchhiker. He he wants to match you with someone. I'm like, he, he doesn't even, he at least he's ask before you take a picture of someone. It's so creepy. <laughs> he just, like snapped your picture. And like, yeah. Oh, and, uh, and like normal. It's like normal. He just takes a what picture of me. And then. Brown people have no chill. Brown people no just chill. do these things. Where it's they have like, no boundaries. No boundaries. And then he just like normally asks, oh, so how is America? I'm like, you just took a picture of me. Are you going to explain why you <laughs> do like that? Nothing yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah my god yeah so multiple times like my my dad uh I, my dad's like very like he he's such a kind and gentle human but he can't like if he needs something he will always have it come through my mom or my sister she he can't like ask for things from me so like my sister's like oh dad wants a resume i'm like resume like go on linkedin like i have a linkedin you don't mean you don't need my Your resume bio data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> So th- yeah, that's been that's been, you, that's been an ongoing thing for sure. Has everyone in your family like been through the arranged marriage process, or because um, I know my, like, with my family, mostly everyone went through arranged marriage. Like there yeah. wasn't any room for love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, but are they in love now? Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. I hope so. <laughs> I think I'm, I but mean, that's it's, a it's a different type of love when you're in arranged marriage. Yeah. Versus like a, I don't know. I haven't been in either, so what do I know? But yeah, it, would you guys like? Huh? Are you guys open to it? Arranged no. Marriage? Yeah. No. Because like my mom keeps trying to set me up with like really really religious men, mm. and like recently I was like, you know, I'm not that religious. Like, what do you think I'm gonna like? I'm not gonna be someone's like nice wife like i'm yeah. i'm out like, until like one o'clock yeah and then, yeah uh, i'm telling awful jokes like to random we're people. also not the type of girls these guys want no. a guy that wants to get arranged marriage is not looking for some like like not the Did say bloozy? <laughs> I, say I said i was gonna say some wild hoes in in their opinion yeah and, but not by okay. normal people's standards by brown True. people's standards it's like anything we do is like yeah. you know the fact yeah. we're talking to you over Zoom right now. Yeah. <laughs> but at this, the same yeah. time, though, when someone rejects me, I want them 10 times more. So maybe I would be like, oh, actually, I do pray five times a day. <laughs> well, that's why you do comedy. You just want validation from everyone. And if it's like yeah, someone it's who knows, who read <laughs> your bio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then I'd have to get a lot of arranged marriages because it wouldn't just be, you know, like <laughs> each one with a different set. Right. Right. That would be that would be a good movie to watch. <laughs> <laughs> So how do they feel about your comedy? Are they like old school traditional? Or are they like kind of, are they supportive? They don't care as long, because I still have like a day job, so they don't really care. They don't really have an opinion on it. Oh um, yeah, what's your day job? I work as a chemical engineer. Oh, wow. Oh, so you, you, have, a, you have a real so job. So it balances out the comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like that. I have a day job, it's just a chemical <laughs> yeah. engineer. And at night, I'm a nuclear physicist. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they don't really have an opinion because they 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 don't really understand as much like what is going on. Like in Bangladesh, it's more like slapstick comedy, right? It's like, oh, I fell off right. my chair. This is hilarious, you know. Um, there's yeah. like no written comedy, but there's one comedy club. So I went back and performed there, which was nice. Um, so there's just oh, like a, a bit of a push towards stand up. There's a comedy club there. 
Yeah, in the capital. What were the yeah. Rules? Like, no rules. Any... It was young people. It was I. I did my set in English, and it was really fun. Very supportive. One of the best crowds, I would say. That's so. That's cool. so cool. I I'm yeah. like curious because I feel like I've heard in Pakistan like uh, some female comics were told like don't talk about this, don't talk about that, but they. Still oh did. yeah. We don't even and allow said, female like, com- comedians it. to perform. We don't even allow female comedians to perform, so that's fine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. The air was like, is this true? <laughs> <laughs> I performed in the Middle East. I performed in Dubai, but that's yeah, different. That's different. Yeah. But they're like westernized, right? Americanized. Yeah. I yeah, would. Yeah. I haven't. Sorry. They're like Americanized, the, the, which makes sense, though. If you're going to go to a comedy club and you're younger, right. like, I don't yeah. think you're going to be like, oh, this is. <laughs> Why'd you say that? You're expecting it to be a I, little... I thought older. there was an imam on stage. Who is this girl? <laughs> Not preaching the word of God. I want to see an imam doing comedy. That would oh, that would be so funny. So, that'd Jesus, am I right, guys? Jesus, what's the deal with Jesus? <laughs> Muhammad, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Who loves Muhammad? Clap it up if you love Muhammad. Muhammad, guys, any Muhammads? <laughs> But then you have to this like guy knows. Pahad, guy he's knows. Pahad, and everyone else is like say it back so yeah comedy wasn't made for our people i feel like very more serious folks but we're changing that yeah also i think muslims were always really artistic and and were into sure. music and poetry oh, and i think that like only the very like strict people were just like no yeah. like growing up i went to a mosque that they were like music is terrible this is bad don't dance and then my dad was like, that's not what Islam is. Like, yeah. you're taking everything away from it. Right, right. I, I didn't mind the don't dance part because I can't dance. So it's fine with me. <laughs> I'm okay with that. against your religion. Yeah. Like, I would dance. I would. Yeah. I'll go yeah. to hell. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Girls are like, you want to dance? I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> my religion doesn't let me. So, do, you, do you practice? Are you still like... No, no. Yeah. I, don't pra- I don't practice. I... I Preach. Um, I I preach, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm trying to convert. <laughs> I I just be, I I just convert people so that I can find a replacement. You know, I'm just like pushing other <laughs> people to do it. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm on timeout, but I found few people who are willing. So, <laughs> what you, about you um, guys? Does your family uh, practice religiously? Do you feel like it's easy for you to be like, I don't really want to practice, but yeah. Thanks. Well, it, it was it was. It was definitely difficult, right? Like I grew up with it and then you just like it was like I'm 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 sure it's similar to how, you know, a lot of comedians will come on stage and they're like, "Oh yeah, I grew, I grew up Catholic." And all that means is that I'm not Catholic anymore, right? It's like it's like similar except that you don't get a lot of attention from priests being a growing up as a Muslim, right? That's the only and um, like when coming out of it, it was definitely like a challenge because you tell your parents who know this thing to be true and hold so dear, um, close to their heart. And you're like, oh, yeah, I don't really know if I uh, truly understand or grasp it. So that was definitely a difficult conversation. But, you know, slowly they will. My dad like s- still will like um, tell me that, oh, if you have like free time, you should read the Quran, <laughs> like free time to read the Quran. What? Um, I'm 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 busy like on. I can't even finish I, like, bu- anyway. I, I I'm busy on BuzzFeed taking uh, who am I, wh- which prince, <laughs> Disney princess I am. Um, but yeah, but they they you know it's hard for them to accept. I'm sure, but you know over t- I I thought it was better for me to tell them and be honest on how I feel than just like hide it forever. But it's like an ongoing thing that will always come back because it's so important to them, I guess. I don't yeah, know how, how y- it is with your parents and if it's easier or hard or challenging or not. Well, I'm not the youngest boy, so it's a little bit harder right, than right. just saying. So there's uh, that, yeah. Yeah, there's that. But also at the same time, I think, especially now that I'm like in my 30s, I don't want to live so much in fear. Exactly. I think that's Wait, you are in your thing. 30s? I thought you were so young. That's insane. Thank you so much. I, I can't okay, tell. I look, you are in your thirties for sure. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I am in my thirties. <laughs> we both look like we are in college, and we're really excited about that. Oh, that you can you definitely can pull it out for sure. Only chronologically, I'm thirties. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mentally, I'm. Yeah, mentally, I'm 70. like fifteen. Five, <laughs> I would say five. Yeah. We're opposite. 
It depends on the day. Sometimes I'm 70, sometimes I'm 7. Don't worry, mm. the amount that I've been um, not eating properly during this, like, pandemic and doing other things, I'll look like I'm 40 by next year. <laughs> but everyone will have age, too. So That's it true, yeah. It's okay. Everyone looks like... That. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't want to like live in so much fear. I was telling I texted Athea this morning like one of my mom's friends um was like looking through my Instagram stories and oh there's a few God. things on my Instagram that like it's not terrible, but I thought it's like it's not just great. Just one auntie in there. Yeah. Um, mm. and I freaked out and I was just like, "Oh my God, like what's going to happen?" And then I was just like, "Why am I like if I explain this to a white person, they would just be like, I don't get it. What's going on? Yeah. They're like, yeah, what do you care if your parents? Yeah. That's the thing I, I feel like we constantly have to explain. But I, I feel like I've gotten more to the point of caring less and less. But I also don't post, like, I, I do censor you do. Too, I don't. So and that's like the problem where it's like, I I was like, I don't want to censor really myself. I can't say I'm not living in fear. I am. Oh my God, I so am. <laughs> yeah, I, th- like, I, th- I do the I- opposite. Athri only puts her pictures on OnlyFans, so you gotta you gotta have that link. <laughs> do you have to do any of that, or do you just kind of you can live free and open? I don't really, I don't really have. I, I don't think I'm very out there to begin with, so I don't think they have to worry about. I I yeah, I don't know. I have never really thought about it in that aspect. I guess I never really had We're a problem. Out yeah. We're out there for brown people. No, no, I know. No, I know. I didn't. I, I didn't say that you were out there for me. I, I I'm no, just talking about the aunties. No, 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 oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. we both are. But like on stage and on my Instagram, the things that yeah. I'll put, like some. That's why, you're like, more, you're more honest. Yeah, but then I deep down have like this guttural fear. Where I'm just like, oh my god. Right, right. It's like a, it's like a tweet, and you you might get canceled every time you post something. Well, I did tweet by your family. Um, yeah. But, but like I, my mom had set me up with this like really religious guy and mm. um, he texted and I like was barely texting him back. And then he texted me a tweet of mine that was like really risky. But I thought it was like a funny joke in my head. This is like last year. And mm. I agreed so fast to a date so I could explain myself. I was like, this was a great <laughs> tactic. Cause he was like, oh, great. Now we could like talk and meet up. And yeah. I was like. Thank you. This is like blackmail. This is how this is how you win. Um, but then after that, I put almost everything on private for three months, and then clearly didn't learn. And then now I did that again today. So that's great. I love that. Yeah. Well, speaking of white people not knowing anything about us, <laughs> let's let's turn it around. No, yeah. Um, we have a segment called. Keeping up with the Caucasians. <laughs> That's great. I and love that name. That's funny. <laughs> this is a segment where we talk about things that white people do. And then whether we as people of color and brown people do those things too. So we're breaking the Wonder Bread, reaching across the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have um, a few. So we'll give you some prompts and then you can pick. Um, from these following categories, um, food or beverage, pop culture, TV, music, activities, style, clothing, uh, news, phrases or sayings, um, or miscellaneous and also brands and products too. So I'm picking something and then you're going to ask me questions based. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. If you, if you do this. This is like Jeopardy. I love it. Uh, activities. Yeah. Let's do that one. And a sensory deprivation tank. No, I haven't. <laughs> Have you guys done it? Is it good? I want to do it. I, I heard good to. things about it. I want to, too. I, I don't yeah. have access to one. Yeah. <laughs> is it something like white people do a lot? Is that... It's definitely it something like they a, do a lot. Yeah, it was like a big trend in Brooklyn, too. Yeah, there was a mm. sensory yeah. deprivation tank there. And that's where it started. They like stole it definitely from like Asian culture and then <laughs> popped it up in Brooklyn. But a lot of people um, were doing it like a few years ago. How, 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 how much does it cost and what does it entail? Do you guys know a lot about it? I think you have to. So they put you in like Are you a in water. You're, yeah, you're in water and they close the lid essentially. And which I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't do. You, you have an like option. Like you're back in the womb. <laughs> yeah, basically that's all it is. And yeah. you just float. Um, and then after an hour, I guess like they open, I don't know. I don't like the, I'm so claustrophobic, so I can't do that part. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, I there was like two in Brooklyn. I looked at the prices, and I believe at the time it was like two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I thought. I remember yeah. looking at it, and like, oh, I'm, that's I expensive. Just go in my closet and shut the door, yeah. <laughs> and just like pour buckets of water. <laughs> yeah, well, I go oh, in my bathtub oh. and like go underwater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your bath, yeah, probably everyone probably has like a tiny bathtub. So just like use that instead. Exactly. Um, that's that's interesting. More. I, I have n- I have not done it. I I would like to experience how that feels. And the idea is to like not think about anything, right? Just be blank. You could is that the idea? Yeah, yeah, but then the whole time I would be thinking about how I'm gonna drown or no one's gonna find me. So I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. it would be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening for sure. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> okay, you want to do one more? Yeah, let's do it. Different category. Food or beverage, pop culture, TV, activities, style. I'll do food. Photos, I'll do food. Things. Food? Okay, I'll do food, it. yeah. Crowd favorite. Okay, how do you feel about microbreweries? I don't drink, so it's like invalid already. You fail. I don't I drink fail, either if my much. mom is yeah, also one of definitely, definitely don't, don't drink, drink yeah. if my mom's <laughs> listening. How do I feel about micro... There's such a trend, I feel like, with white what? people. It's like craft beers and it's like hipster oh, kind yeah. of like things. One thing I did love is like Anthony Bourdain, who I love so much or love so much, uh, talked about microbreweries and how pretentious everyone was because he was like, I don't need some hipster from Brooklyn telling me that I should buy this like $10 beer yeah um, yeah and but also i i enjoy that, that design they usually have good design of their cans which i like i i love a good aesthetic even though i don't drink i don't care about that but like if it looks cool i'm like oh this is nice you put thought into it which is which yeah. is which i appreciate because like coors light or whatever the other you know beers are they just like look bland and it's like ah, oh, that's probably not tasty but they have this illusion that it might be good for you which is cute that is, yeah. I feel like, um, except cigarettes, they don't need to be like <laughs> interesting. Nope. <laughs> They've got a pretty good hook going on their own. Yeah. But that's yeah. a good point with, uh, and alcohol. I mean, you can put it in anything really, but I do like with the craft beers, they do put a little bit more artistic effort, yeah. effort into right. it. Right. And you're the only person La- probably that would notice it because you're the only one sober. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> else is just like crushing their cans. You're like, this is really beautiful. Did you guys. <laughs> Yeah, they but should probably put uh, broccolis. Yeah, around sober people. Um, I, I mean, drunk people when you're sober. I hate them. I hate, I hate sober. You know. Um, so in college, I was always the DD. So that was kind of nice. I was trying to help the community. I was giving back to my friends who would go out and drink and call me, and I would pick them up. So I was like driving for Uber without getting paid. You know, that was <laughs> me when I was doing engineering you were um, the first uber driver <laughs> yeah yeah i was the first uber driver that had an engineering degree from this country so that's kind of <laughs> nice. um everyone else is gets getting it from pakistan or Bangladesh. um yeah i don't mind it i i do i did enjoy whenever like i would have like p- if my friends would have parties and my friends would finally tell me they love me i'm like oh this is nice you wouldn't do this when you're sober so this is kind of nice a good change um, of pace um but yeah, at times I'm sure they can they can get annoying. I don't know how you how do you guys feel about drunk people when you're sober? Um, I don't. I that's like the that's when I'm like, oh, I understand why no one should ever drink. <laughs> I think mm. that's like the first thing that comes to my head because um, it's just so much energy and an energy that like I'm not accustomed to, especially if I'm just like trying to be chill. And then it's literally the first thought that always goes through my head is like. I get why, like, like religions have prohibited alcohol. Yeah. So I, you want to hear something funny? My last birthday, I got so drunk, just kidding, and so <laughs> sick that on the, uh, in the cab uh, ride home, I kept trying to, like, hold back, like, throwing up, and I went on a rant of, like, I understand why this is against the religion. Nobody should drink. It's harmful for your body. I feel disgusted. Right. I want to throw up. I'm so sick. I'm like, this is, I was, and I just kept repeating how, like, there's a reason God said we shouldn't drink. I mean, and then, like, a week later, I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> in that moment, ironically, being drunk helped me find God. 
Yeah. And like being. Again. Yeah. 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 So That's why this whole summer I've been finding God every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find God every day and then I lose him yeah, by, yeah. by 5 p.m. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, thank you so much. I'm glad. That- <laughs> thank you for letting me be here. And then at five, I'm like, all right. <laughs> no, but that's true. Like when you like when you're in a in a uh, tricky situation, you're like, even if you don't believe in something, you're like, oh my god, um, Bismillah. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like hopefully this goes away, whatever it is. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. And so you don't drink for, uh, I guess, if it's not for religious reasons, you just like never like. Started. I never I just never yeah I was like like I said I grew up with religion and then I just saw and then I was you know I moved to the states and I I, I went to one frat party ever and they were uh, uh grinding to Miley Cyrus's party in the USA and I'm like this is not who I am <laughs> you know I can hear you okay. did it fr- uh, freeze um so I um, I don't know if you heard what I said but what I was telling is I I never drank and then I was you know I grew up with the religion, but then um, I went to one frat party and they were grinding to Miley Cyrus's party in the USA. And I'm like, this is not what I want. Um, so I just, <laughs> That's not the life I want for my Yeah, so I just, ne- I just never, I just never like um, had the fascination. I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, but you can try it. I'm like, you can try so many things. You can try a horse tranquilizer if you wanted to, right? Like if it's like... But like it's like if you don't try something, you don't really and know you what should. you're missing. Yeah, you <laughs> <should>. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a horse tranquilizer over here. Um, and so it's like if you don't try something, you don't really know what you're missing out on. So it's like I don't really know what I'm missing out on. So it doesn't bother me. I haven't been to the moon. I'm not gonna be upset about not going to the moon. You know what I mean? That's the way oh, I yeah. look at it. Yeah. Wow. This is like burning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't it's think. <laughs> I think when you when you say moon, I think you mean uh, a different planet that has life on it, not the moon. Anything but Earth. Anything <laughs> but Earth, yeah. Um, Transformers taught me that there are Transformers on the moon. Mars, so, let's go to yeah, Mars. Let's go, or Venus. Yeah. yeah. We'll explode. We could sign up for the Mars mission. I would, if I was you, for sure. <laughs> Do they, like, set you up with, like, a partner? I think they, like, partner you with a... <laughs> Oh my I need to know what the dating scene is like. Yeah, in Mars. basically, like on the plane. <laughs> like I can't be like, I can't like but get it, up I've there. I swipe through every guy on the planet. <laughs> if you wanna avoid your aunties, I think that's a good good idea to go to. Oh my god, that'd be perfect. Planet. Oh, yeah. but there's yeah. oh, of course there's gonna be one auntie on the plane who's like beta, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I no, found she, you someone. <laughs> she's gonna scroll through your Instagram from this planet and then complain yep. to your mom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that you had me, and this was lovely. You guys have such good chemistry, so I'm. Oh, I'm, it's I'm, always I'm, so nice to talk to you. You're always so positive and fun to be around, and I also love the sketch that we were in. Um, oh, that was so fun! Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, check it out. And where can our listeners follow you? Um, they can find me on social media at Shafi Stands Up. And I have a podcast called I Americanized, which is about me exploring how America influences everything. So those two Ooh, places. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna check mm. that out. Thank you. And follow me at Thiryaku. And me at Amama Sardar. And at No Flyless Pod. And thanks so much, Shafi. Thank you guys. I'll see you guys soon.